When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like ugly Christmas sweater karaoke and holiday music bingo. Plus... Happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. We'd all love to leave the car at home more often, but comfort, convenience, and distance mean conventional bikes aren't always an option. Get the best of both worlds with electric e-bikes, the first e-bike made so everyone can ride. Their e-bikes are adjustable, customizable, and comfortable, turning every ride into an adventure. They fold easily in half, so no bike rack or truck is required to ride. They even ship free, fully assembled, and fully charged. Best of all, pricing starts at just $7.99, way less than the competition. Electric is the perfect transportation solution. Ditch the high gas prices and buy a reliable e-bike for errands and weekend explorations. Cover up to 45 miles on a single charge. And do it all while keeping the air cleaner and never paying a dollar for gas. Where will your electric e-bike take you? Join the affordable e-bike revolution today. Go to electricebikes.com and get $100 off any e-bike purchase. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Good morning, Pop Chasers, and happy April 12th, you guys. I am Allison, the host of Pop Chaser, a daily pop culture podcast brought to you by The Dip, except it's not daily anymore. It's weekly, but I don't know. It's Tuesday. It's a, It's been a long weekend. You still have the speech in your head because you did it every day for so long. For like a year. naturally. Right. Thank you. And if you guys are wondering, who's that angelic voice that I hear? <laughs> that is none other than Kale Wilson, the so social media connoisseur and also like a, a welcomed guest back to Pop Chaser. I know you guys love her. So Kaya, welcome back. Thank you so much. It's been a minute, you guys. I got sick, had to handle some things and now I'm back. I'm here with Allison and we love to key. We love to giggle. And I just feel like an unofficial co-host I feel of the way. show because I I haven't been here for what? It's it's been at least like what four, six weeks. Oh, I bet it's I've been like here. almost two months. Yeah. It's two months too long. Okay. Two months too long. I know. But you guys, we have so much we want to get into. Uh some breaking news, I think. We'll get we'll get into that. But at first. I also know that we're we're being heard right now by the hot off the mess listeners too, since Sam Bush is also sick. Um, hey y'all! Hey y'all! I know you guys. I hope you guys like me. I know Sam always jokes, but look, I'm not trying to like impose. But hop on over to the Pop Chaser feed too and, and subscribe if you want. Uh, but we are going to talk about Summer House first because Kay and I. We watched the episode. It is winding down. As Lindsay said, we have two more weekends left of the summer and then we have the wedding. So it's like, there's still, don't, don't worry. We're only on the 12th episode of the season, but it's, it is winding down and you can feel it in the air. You can see people are starting to bring like a coat for the night because it gets a little chilly. Is it going to be like a wedding special? Like, are they going to name it like Kyle and Amanda's wedding special or is it just going to be like an episode of summer house that I they mean, just throw in there I know I wonder if it'll be like a like multiple episodes too mm-hmm. but also like how much is there to really 
do for their wedding. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because they're starting so late. They're like, I actually recently made a community post. If you guys haven't been in community, you have to log on to the dip.com and come to community and answer my questions and ask your own. I was like, how many days does it take to break or like make a habit? Yes. And they Which said came 28. Up. Yes, that came up today. I was like, oh my God, what kid just asked this. <laughs> so they have 28 days to basically plan this whole wedding we're gonna see that fall out in the next few episodes um this whole prenup thing and this lover boy oh, thing well, it stresses me different- out because I'm like Amanda it, I'm sorry more so than Carl and Kyle Amanda is lover boy 100% I, I love the products don't get me wrong but it's the aesthetic that yeah. got me to the product yeah, but okay, you and I have differing opinions on prenups. I, I we've right. discussed this, but let's let's kind of like let's start from the beginning of the episode because can you feel it in the air, the Lindsay and Carl thing? Like they are just like dangling a carrot right in front of us, and they're just like, "Ooh, you do want that? You want this? You want?" We just <laughs> wanted to be like, it didn't come yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> they're gonna be they're basically like oh just wait until the wedding episode you'll see how it all culminates yeah but this episode we especially saw it when you know they were chatting Mm -hmm. and also you know when they were at the lunch brunch whatever they were and he asked her is she okay Mm -hmm. and I'm like "Mm," but me personally I don't know I still don't I don't I don't under it's not that I don't understand it's just that I don't really like them together because I feel like that's her best friend mm. and that's I can't marry someone who knows everything about me a girl has to have her secrets I feel, especially going into a marriage and she doesn't have one <laughs> damn secret from Carl and maybe that's what she needs but I just don't see him as you know like an assertive decision-making figure for mm-hmm. Lindsay, who is an alpha queen. Yeah. Well, here's what I was going to say. I feel like I understood Carl's whole thing about Mackenzie. First of all, like, I don't even know. Yeah. That, that was never going anywhere. I'm sorry. Oh, I, that was like watching paint dry. It was so uncomfortable, but I, I understood what he was saying where he's like, I need to work on myself right now. And when you're working on yourself, the last thing you can do is like, feel you need to invest in another person and have them learn about you, which is why I think the Lindsay thing makes sense because she already knows everything about him. So he doesn't need to like, in, it is so exhausting when you start dating someone. You gotta bring them up to speed. Yes, exactly. Like half of your time spent together is like, oh, and then this one time this happened and this one time. And the reason I do that is because, and it's like his trauma is so known by Lindsay that like mm-hmm. she doesn't need to be educated in all of that. So I actually really understood. It goes a hundred percent. Yeah. And they both know each other. Mm-hmm. So I get that. It's a, there is like a comfort to it and ease to it. I have mm-hmm. never dated a best friend. Like I've never had a guy friend that's then become like a, like a boyfriend. So I right. don't know the, I don't know the complicated time, like nature of that, but I mean, have you? No, I've never dated one. And I like, I have two guy best friends and mm. I'll anytime someone like assumes that we're dating I'm like ill like gross you know because it's just like that's my best friend especially if you've been best friends for like a certain amount of time right and you know like where the dead bodies are like what they've done in their relationships and they know what you've done in your relationships mm-hmm. or even just like things about your family or things that you want secret that you never want to bring up again they know everything about that and I just can't see myself dating them right I mean I guess you're supposed to like be entirely yourself with your partner Mm -hmm. you are you're supposed to be able to trust them you're supposed to be able to tell them everything about you anything about you they should be able to accept who you are you think but I just feel like that 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 kind of just takes out all of the magic of getting to know someone Mm -hmm. and especially if you are 
a changed person. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes your best friend won't see you as a changed oh. person. Whereas when you meet someone new, you are now that person who's done the work, who yeah. is a different person. And you can explain this went on, but this is where I was in my life. Mm-hmm. And this is how I fixed it. Whereas when you're with your best friend, it's just like, they already know where your headspace was and they don't really understand kind of, you know, the new person that you are. Does that make any sense? No, it does. And I actually kind of feel like we're seeing that with Maya a little bit and like whoever she was with um, her top chef ex-fiance, she's a completely different person now. And we've talked about like, I'm good alone. And, and, mm-hmm. and I really respect that. I'd love to know, is she a Capricorn too? Cause I do get Capricorn vibes. I feel her. like I get Capricorn behavior from her, especially mm-hmm. because she's just like, no, you know, I'm good. So standoffish in like a good way. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, she can have fun and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just that she is her own woman. And especially when you live and you learn and you're engaged for five years and like, that doesn't work out. You're not interested in wasting time, but you're also not interested in rushing into it. Yeah. I really get Capricorn. I, I'm going to look up her birthday because like also I the way so. she like shuts down when someone like, but even if it's off, not, uh, if it's not Capricorn, maybe it's like an earth sign in her. That's charts. true. Oh, she, she's an Aquarius. Really? Okay. So then her, her moon must be like, an earth sign. Mm-hmm. I get that. Well, okay. So anyway, I do think we're seeing that with Maya. I felt, I felt kind of bad for her because I can see what's happening in that. Like the house is kind of pushing her into right. this thing with Oliver. It's not ready. No. And also like she, she's just like, if she was like, she can just move at her own pace. And so like, maybe that's only seeing him once a week or once every two weeks. And like the whole, like bringing him to the beach. And it was just so awkward. And I felt awkward for him. I felt awkward for her. I felt awkward watching Lindsay and Ahmed, like they're calling each other baby. Did you hear that? They were like, and they're like, she met him Friday. And I'm like, I know what exactly is going on. And that's why I'm just like, you know, people will stand this behavior. You know, I'm already going to see people are like, oh, that's Hubhouse for you. Ha ha ha. Amazing. Um, cause she went off basically, but it's like Sierra loses it mm-hmm. a few times or, or met, not even a few times. She loses it once. Mm-hmm. Can't live it down. But Lindsay can literally call someone multiple times, curse them out for not coming to her house who she met less than 72 hours ago. Mm-hmm. And she's going on a double date with, with Maya, which is, even, which made it even more awkward because yeah. with Maya and Oliver, she was, didn't mind him not coming to the house. Whereas Lindsay is like, a man should have came to the house. Like, it's just such a clusterfuck. It of, is. Like, two different kind of people, two yeah. different dating styles and everything. That's an interesting point you bring up with Sierra because I've been like, really, I think the thing about Sierra for me is I just, when she's not involved in drama, she's just not interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want her to be cut. Okay. But this is what I wrote in my notes. Sierra seems like a fantastic friend and support system, which is why it's wild to me that she's so off the mark with Austin, because when her, she was talking to Maya about her relationship with her dad, and it reminded me again of how she like allowed Maya oh, no. to take her time about being a black woman in the Hamptons too. Cause, cause that's the other thing is sometimes this house really like they hold your feet to the fire to like trauma purge and Sierra has always just been so patient and I was like wow like I actually kind of felt like the nurse vibe in her during that scene and so I was like I'm watching it and I'm like wow like I would love to have Sierra as a friend and and so but then I was like but then also like what the hell is she doing like how is she Austin will make you Austin has the power to make you dislike whoever likes him right. or whoever he's involved with. Because if you think about it, Madison is really not a villain. Like I will no. stand by this. Madison is not a villain. She's a hardworking single mom who got tangled up with Austin. They were equally like gaslighting each other. He uh-huh. really cheated on her on camera, but <laughs> somehow, you know, Craig blew everything up with this whole, j-lo thing and, right. and 
all that shit. But it's like whoever is in a proximity to Austin, it makes them less likable because that's how I felt with Lindsay. Yeah. And I liked Lindsay. Yeah. But the way that she acted around uh Austin, it made me like, you know, dislike her a little bit. But then when we, when Austin left, it's like I see why I like Lindsay, I like Sierra, I love mm-hmm. everyone in this house. But it's just get these Southern charm boys off of it. Off of it. And you know what else I noticed is that Sierra is to Paige as who Paige was to Hannah. So Mm -hmm. I didn't know how I was going to like Paige without Hannah. So when this season premiered, I'm like, okay, so we saw in Winter House her and Sierra were, you know, close friends. So their bond is even stronger in summer house now and right. it reminds me of how Paige kind of used to be Hannah's crutch mm-hmm. and I didn't think that Paige even though Paige had storylines with you know Carl or whatever I just wasn't really invested in Paige yeah I was invested in her fashion right but not her storyline and now that we have Paige being a main character we kind of have Sierra as her crutch who she has these side storylines and it's not like we're not able to really see Sierra as Sierra Mm -hmm. but as the time goes on and you know now that she's done with Austin and we have another black woman in the house I think that we'll be able to get more of Sierra for like who she is yeah and I um have to just say like in terms of like Maya being in the house like I really hope she comes back if she wants to um because she just I really like her and I understand she's maybe not the most like drop she's not drama filled at all she is the girl who watches Netflix and stays in on an on a show where you're supposed to go out and black out and but there's something about her that's just so likable and she is honestly probably one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in my entire life like yeah and relatable. mind-blowing I she looks think great at the reunion another... oh my gosh she looks so gorgeous mm-hmm. it's just like I love Summer House because they just don't really give a fuck about their reunion at all no I mean, all some of them are Tazara. straight up athleisure yes like top man like (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like yes wait okay like this that's the only show where like the men are trying more than the women but I think that Maya's another Danielle yeah yeah and I think that and sometimes that's just like a a slow burn yeah it's a slow burn uh speaking of uh Paige I had a tough time following the whole logic of the Andrea Paige being mad and feeling like she was used because the way I remember it and listeners feel free to like call me out if I'm if I'm not remembering this right but Paige truly made this like the final two of the bachelorette and was like who am I gonna pick and and then she just just picks Craig but doesn't seem to tell Andrea that and then is like all in on Craig and from my understanding Andrea told this girl Lexi he who he's with right now so it's like this is kind of all moot I can't be with you right now because I'm maybe exploring I don't want to be I I don't I want to be yeah Yeah. I don't want to be exclusive because I'm maybe exploring this thing with Paige I'm going on the show with her and Paige is like I you that makes me feel used and I was just confused because all of the girls I was just I was just like am I missing something here because I I thought like I completely understood where Andrea was coming from. Also, he's got to stop being so sad. It breaks my heart. No, yeah. Like, I hate feeling sorry for men. And he makes me feel sorry for him so much, especially with, like, his little, like, Mario Kart accent. Oh, my God. I'm just like... (laughs) The line of the night. The line of the night. You went from Niagara Falls to Sahara. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know what he means, but that was really funny. Oh, you don't know what he means? No, like. Okay. Oh, now that I think about it. <laughs> Anyways, I just, I, I feel shock. Um, like I feel shock. <laughs> I feel shocking, but. I, I don't think that Paige has it right. I think that she is actually trying to 
um, make it so she doesn't look so bad yeah. to us because of what she did with Craig, actually. Right, because she's also on this bus saying she would move for this boy. And I'm like, oh, so like you, you let's be honest, let's call it, let's call it as it is. Like you were always going to be with Craig. Like you weren't concerned. And she's fucking lying because guess what? They were just on watch. That's what I don't understand. They were literally like two, three weeks ago. I don't know. The timeline messed up in my head. But two, three weeks ago, they were on Watch What Happens Live. Andy literally asked them, would you move to Charleston or would you move to New York? And they go, oh, I think, you know, it would be crazy for us to, you know, move with each other right now. And this is this this show was taped months ago and she's literally saying that she would move for him. And not only that, she's not not in love with him. Like, am I? Right. But, she's, <laughs> but also, kid, she's like in the honeymoon stage right now. So like when mm-hmm. you're in that, like, you know, good, you know, she had just come off of a weekend with him. Like she was mm-hmm. probably in that afterglow and was just like, yeah, I'll move. I'll move to Charleston. I'll move to. You know what? I'm also realizing when you're telling, you just made me realize that not only is she in the honeymoon stage, but we're in the pre Naomi stage. We haven't seen Southern Charm yet. We and haven't. that's the tea. That's so. the tea. Because as we know. Whether we see it on camera or not, that's the tea. So. I'll be mad if we don't see it. Because that's just like such a, it's such a big part of the story. Right. And it's like, if you guys want to acknowledge Dumois and talk about what Dumois posted, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the husbands. Let's talk about the posts. Let's talk about it. Okay, wait, speaking of um, Dumois, our our girl Amanda, who loves a Dumois merch item. Uh, So they're going back and forth about this prenup I agree with you. Amanda is lover boy. Yeah. But the thing is, is I think it's so often that like prenups are always like seen as the man is going to walk away with what, like it's going to fuck over the the woman in the situation. And I don't mean to yes. make this like heteronormative, but in this case, that's kind of like, oh my God, if he gets you, makes you sign a prenup. But the thing is, is a prenup can be whatever you want it to be. And so mm-hmm. it's two parties who are entering in and deciding what the division of assets will be if their marriage ends. So Amanda can and should in that prenup Mm -hmm. say 50%. I want 50% ownership of Loverboy or whatever her, her demands are. It is just as beneficial for her as it is for Kyle. And when it does involve a business, it is so imperative because Mm -hmm. like I have one of my old roommates, I found this so interesting her and her, her and her business partner started a company, a marketing company, and it was a huge decision. They didn't want to have 50-50 ownership in it. And they also didn't want to have one person have 51% and another have 49 because it's this complete. So what they ended up doing was both having 49 because you have to have somebody who's going to, so yeah. they, I'm sorry, they both had 49 and then they had somebody else take 2%. Mm-hmm. So then it was this nobody had uh, majority ownership. And it was like, she's like, she's one of my best friends. I can never see us separating in this business, but things happen. Just in case, and yeah. We need to, this is like, she was like, it was incredibly awkward to bring up how I didn't want her to have the majority. And I also didn't want to have it, but it's like one of those things that like in the end will benefit Amanda so much, especially if she gets it. And also like they got one. I feel like they already had one when they were even filming all of this. Don't you like, you have to get, a, you're supposed to have a prenup, like settled, like you're supposed to start those negotiations like three months before your wedding, if not longer. You are. And, but I feel like. And they were they supposed are, to get married like two years ago. They, they said that they're running out of time to even put something in place. And I feel like we're seeing them literally plan their wedding. So they're just yeah. both procrastinators. There. So I might actually believe that they don't have anything in place. I felt that I when think- Kyle, when Kyle was like, we have just as much to do and just less time to do it. And I was like, ain't that the truth? The goddamn <laughs> truth. Exactly. Story of my life. Exactly. Exactly. So my whole thing on the prenup is that you, every word that you said is completely true. That a prenup is, you know, the terms of agreement, just in case something happens, you never know what happens. But I also feel like it's planning for 
when we decide to divorce, aka whenever you decide to cheat on me, because I just feel like that's the grounds for divorce for me. Um, so we're, we're planning for when you decide to cheat on me, you already know in your head what I'm going to get and what you're going to get. And I feel like sometimes a prenup prevents you from possibly getting more. Because let's just say Amanda and Kyle, they have kids. Amanda's going to be doing most of the work. Yeah. Um, you know, with the company, she's going to be putting just as much work in as Kyle or as she is now. But she's only going to be reaping half of whatever or the terms of the agreement that they made. Sometimes in a prenup, we see that the woman gets the house, the dog, the kids, the car, and the man just gets the business. Like, I feel like it not only plans for if you split, but you can also get more if you don't sign the prenup. But that's, but that's, I think the misunderstanding is what you can do is, or what Amanda should do in this situation. I totally understand Mm -hmm. what you're saying about the kids is first of all, she's going to get alimony. I love that we're talking about, we were like, they're they're going to break up. She's going to get alimony. I know. And like, we care about money. Like we, that this is important to us. So she's going to get alimony. But the other thing is, is she can then ask for Mm-hmm. If they, she decides like we split it in half, everything that they make once married as a union, they can decide how they want to split that too. Because let's say lover boy blows up. She can have it written in. I mean, it's already big, but you know what I mean? Where suddenly we're talking like Theranos, $9 billion kind of company. Well, where I can actually access lover boy because I live in South Florida and I can't get it anywhere. So if they can get it in Southern store, get it in a public is Get it in a Publix, a Wegmans, Tinder sub, and a Lover Boy, and be okay. But what she can also do is put in something about having kids, like you know, for a kid that because it's a contract, so you're able to yeah, of course, you should have all of those conditions in there, and maybe some of them are like amendments and and whatnot. But I think Mm -hmm. that that's going to be that would be included in it. It's not like it's not like oh we have $200,000 right now, we each get a hundred thousand. It's like, it's, it's like the variable. I, I think, I don't know. I've never been married and I've never had a prenup. What I am interested yeah, but in we're is, discussing. The, is the Ashley Darby move, which is to look for a post up. Right. And that's something that maybe Amanda wants to consider. See, now me, I'm not with prenups. But I'm definitely with those snaps. So can I just tell you, I know this is so off topic, but I really think I have a theory about Ashley. I have a friend who's currently watching Potomac for the first time. Oh and my so God, she, bless I know, me. I know. I'm so jealous. She's like texting me and I was like, oh, to be, to be you right now. Right. Um, and <laughs> she just is texting me like quotes from Karen. Uh, I just want to see if I can find one really quick because they're just like, guys, Potomac is just so good. Ashley, it's you really have exciting. to make money to owe money will always be my favorite Karenism. Oh, for me, it's Ashley asks, is Ray being indicted? And then Karen laughing goes, is Michael being indicted for swinging his dingling all over Instagram? <laughs> like that, is, that is cinema. That is theater. And, and if you wanted to know why Karen got the spinoff, yeah, seriously. Go back and watch Potomac, especially seasons one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. She. So I have a theory though that Ashley, like, this is so. This is like such a conspiracy. But I love Ashley, so I say this all out of respect. Um, I think when she brought up the post thing, which I believe her and Michael didn't end up getting, but like maybe that's still on the table. Um, is I think that she wanted to have what's the second baby's name another kid dylan dylan yeah baby dean and dylan and waiting for him to so she can then get this alimony for as many kids as possible right and have him how many do i want to pop out she knows she knows it's just it's a matter of when not if it's a matter of when with michael that's why she was like you want to start a movie company Mm -hmm. Let me have this other child first. Yeah, seriously. So post up. Yeah. So just in case you turn into Randall fucking Emmett where you're losing all this money. Right, right. Bleeding money. I have my coins exactly. for when I leave you. 
Exactly. I don't know. That's just a theory, but okay. Back to summer house. I just want to say, I actually feel really bad for Alex. I know I've made fun of him. I was just about to ask you, what do you feel about Alex? He was literally there just to, to console Andrea and to say that, you know, I'm, I'm really forming a bond with these people. These people are my friends after we haven't seen him since like episode two. But what I thought was so weird was they were like, we've missed you. But it was like, he was literally there at the yeah, party. Like you're lying. You're, you're lying. lying. Don't lie to me. It's just so weird. Um, and every time somebody addresses that he was gone, we never see their mouth move. It's like always from the back of the head. Yeah, so it's over. all added in post. But I actually felt bad for him because people talk to him like he's like a fucking idiot. And they're just like, Alex, I think it's great that you're coming out of your shell. You've really come, you've really softened up. And it's like, oh my God, you guys are talking Don't to him. Blame the, blame the producers for saying, okay, we're going to show Alex this episode. So talk to Alex. <laughs> Like they're literally the way Kyle was talking to him as he ate a s'more. He's like, you've really yeah, loosened up, bud. Add a boy, have a carb. It was one s'more. And they're like, Alex, I'm so glad we had this breakthrough. Like, <laughs> it was insane. I'm like, are we watching the same show? Like, did I miss something where he came back and explained why he wasn't in four episodes? I know. It was literally. So weird. Oliver has been in more episodes yes. than Alex. Yeah. So I, I think Ahmed, track. I think Ahmed said more in this episode <laughs> than Alex has all season. Um, okay, let's move on to another story in the news. So this was something that my group text was obsessed about this weekend. And that was some bachelor drama that happened on TikTok. Did you see this, Kaya? Oh my God, I'm excited I saw, to tell you. I didn't see it like live. Okay. I read you read about it on Instagram and I was waiting for you to tell me from beginning to end okay so this girl her name is Sasha she posts this TikTok she's like I think I just broke up a bachelor marriage oh my god I can't believe it and I will just say this the way she like approached the whole telling the story already to me felt very like a story time TikTok attention seeking you know I was like girl you found your lighting you like she like angled her body on like a 45 degree angle in a window Wait, was sill. she like outside like telling you like on a window sill sitting she was sitting uh it was like the next day or something like that okay. so she's telling basically she says I was at a bar this weekend and a guy came up to me and we were talking and he said do you watch the bachelor and she's like no I don't and I immediately was just like okay but uh whatever maybe she doesn't and she long story short says that she goes home with him and oh he told her he's like I was just on it and she doesn't think anything of it I think she thinks he was just like a contestant or something she goes home with him who knows what happens dot 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 she leaves and then she finds out later that suggests that it's Clayton Eckerd, aka the guy that just was the bachelor and is currently dating Susie. So this is drama because like, what the fuck? That is like crazy. What? But not only is he allegedly what cheating on Susie, but announcing that he was the bachelor. <laughs> like, wouldn't you think that he would just go ahead, go ahead. Be a little more subtle, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but she... So she posts this, turns off the comments. So you can't like see anything. Susie then posts something on TikTok and is like, Clayton is, she's like, I FaceTimed him. He's in Arizona. He is literally uh, like sending me like a Friday night workout at like an Arizona gym. He's with his brother. And so she's like, I don't think this is, she's like, this isn't true. I like, I, he's in Arizona. And then, um, Reality Steve got involved and had like an hour long. I heard Reality Steve went live and I'm like, yes. wait, why did we? I watched it. I watched his video. It's on you his Instagram. I, I watched it on his Instagram. I, I didn't, didn't watch it know live. what Reality Steve looks like. And that's why okay. I hate that 
ruined. This, like, did you see it? Out of, he came out of his mystery. Okay, he's not that mystery. His face is plastered now. all over his blog. His face is I don't all over his blog. Go on his actual blog. I go on his Twitter. It's always him like tweeting about something. I don't know what this man looks like. Okay, well, his, his Twitter bio is his picture on Twitter is also his face, but he is like a middle aged man. And it is, it's mind blowing. Um, but he says he had a call with Sasha and basically like she- Why is he talking to Sasha? He had, she sent a video of them leaving the apartment uh, that she went back with him to. And he was like, that's not Clayton. So it's like, okay. So, so this girl literally is, has to make like an apology video, say that she, you know, is sorry that she stirred up shit. This guy is definitely just like, tinder swindlering women in new york and i will just say this he says reality steve said that they were at penny farthing which is a bar in the east village it is i went there when i was like 22 and i don't think a bachelor winner is hanging out at penny farthing if you live in new york you know penny farthing and you know you just know it's like that's where you go if you're like an nyu student so I, when the moment I heard Penny Farthing, I thought, no, nah, that's not good. It sounds suspect. It's right. suspect. Um, I understand that he is a freestyle rapper and all these things, former. but I don't think that he would be a Penny Farthing from what I hear. From what you hear. Anyway, that <laughs> is, it, it has been kind of a wild, it, I appreciate Susie because she really had fun with the TikTok that she made, like saying, no, this wasn't him. I recommend you guys watch it if you ever like it's making me it was just around a thing, but like okay so but do we know who this guy actually no, is because now not... it kind of gets it kind of gets creepy? like messed up if yes. he's like stealing Clayton's identity and not only that but just lying to a woman about who, who he is, is and then possibly that's again I don't want to like suggest that they slept together but like that's like Exactly. I mean, that really that's like gets into like a question of consent. Like, isn't exactly. it? I don't mean that's to like make wondering. this a bigger like, do we thing. Do you know who he is, or, or, or are they in it together? Like, Maybe. why didn't you like? Couldn't you Google Clayton Etchard and like yeah. look at this man and see that this is not Clayton Etchard? Or it was like it. It's like really strange. All of it is strange, and I just. I, you obviously, we want to like believe women in their stories, uh, that they have experienced. She seems mm-hmm. fine in terms like emotionally, which I'm happy about. Um, but it's just like, it is so hard. These like TikTok and Instagram, but mostly TikTok and like the, the growth of it's story time TikTok. is yeah. so just like, feel like there are no ramifications for saying whatever you want to say. And it's right. just not the truth. Like there are consequences and I don't know. I just like, I hope, I don't want to sound like a PBS, you know, after school special right now, but like sometimes just cause you can, and just cause you have an account doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean you should. Hallelujah. And I just also feel like if this is true, she needs to literally out this guy mm-hmm. and be like, this is the guy you need to be there's no like photos of him or anything it's like very much a one night stand but i hope like other people are like wait this guy did this to me too like not clean i mean this is literally tinder swindler just he's just wait for the text (laughs) message that says can i get twenty five thousand dollars my enemies are after me (laughs) what's the guy's name who used to host the bachelor chris harrison Chris Harrison is following me. I need $25,000. <laughs> oh my God. Um, also, just to like really, well, oh, never mind. Okay. Let's no, get into- please say it. Please. Because I'm, I'm literally mind blown by the fact that this is literally just a lookalike. And now we have Reality Steve going live in space I've never seen in my life. I swear to God. And now I'm going to go on Reality Steve's profile and it's like, follow this story from the beginning you because will. I've been seeing snippets of it um I know that shout out to Morgan P Talks who has a podcast with the dip Susie commented on one of her TikToks because Morgan okay. has been doing a great job covering it but I just haven't been able to catch up with all of the videos so yeah. this whole thing is insane but what were you gonna say no it was about the tinder swindler I'll just say it just to like give you guys an idea of the difference of like men and women. My boyfriend hasn't seen the documentary, but I explained it to him and he says, guy sounds like a legend. 
Meanwhile, I'm like horrified. <laughs> so that's just like how men and women see things differently. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a legend. Um, okay. Speaking of legends, Beverly Hills is returning soon. We are oh, okay. mere weeks away. And there is some drama this weekend involving one Erica, Jane Girardi, and Garcelle Bubba. Now, Kaya, can you walk me through, do you, did you follow this? Because all I know is I was sure. seeing a book in a garbage next to yeah. a phone from 1922. Alexander Graham Bell. That's, that's probably the, the one thing that I cannot explain is the phone. Okay, but so talk us through this. Obviously, the trailer dropped, yeah. broke the internet, broke the Bravo fan base. We've been torn into, um, and not in, in a good way, because no one's actually like on Erica's side. But one of the most iconic things that were said in the trailer, other than, you know, you need to fill in, but here I am by newcomer Diane or whatever. Garcelle says, I don't need to make you look, look bad. bad. You, you do a good job of it yourself. Oh, God. Absolutely. Not just iconic, but it's the truth. It's like the truth. She's, she's allegedly the front man for all of this bullshit and she's over here posting little kim lyrics putting her ass in the air garcelle is also so good at delivering a takedown but in the most like casual delivery like she says it as if like you can tell she's she's not rehearsing these things which like erica it all comes off so rehearsed sometimes but garcelle's delivery is just so, I mean, she is a performer. She's an actress and she never let, she never. I just think that she literally just says what's on her mind. She just and knows then you have like Dorit talking about how she speaks four languages and that didn't make sense in one. I'm sorry, I don't want to call that line out. That was like the worst read, rehearsed ass read. Yes. I but Garcelle like, just like, she's so natural uh and authentic I don't when I say she's an actress I don't mean it in that she comes off like she's she's actually acting I I mean it more in that like she knows she never gets like overly um, she knows how to control her emotions when she delivers things which makes them that much more cutting so when she says to Erica without raising her voice just says I don't need to make you look bad you do a good enough job all by yourself I'm like oh it is yeah. so beautiful. And, and that's what that's what happens when you also like don't need the show. Yeah, you know true. who Garcelle is before she even came on our TV yeah. screens. So it's like it is what it is. But anyway, so that was the line. Everyone loved that line. We talked about it, we voted on it. It was iconic. And um, so she has a book coming out called Love Me As I Am. I already got the book. It's really good. Um, it comes out on April. 14th, I believe. Great. So you guys stand Garcelle by her, her book. Um, so anyway, so she takes the snippet because she sees that it went viral. She takes the snippet and then she goes, oh, you know what else will make you look bad? Not getting a copy of Love Me As I Am. So it's a snippet of her saying that iconic line. And then it's a video of her book. Erica catches wind of it. I guess Erica, you know, got the book already you know like us exclusive people do you know we get the books early so she got the book and she threw it away and she took a picture of it sitting perfectly in the I think this is the recycle bin and in the recycle bin is just a bunch of like there's a Starbucks cup but then there's also like a 1990s telephone office phone in it and it's just the most confusing thing ever so now we're all losing our minds because Erica's just embarrassed herself because where's what was your the book? caption that she put oh, well Erica sorry. did have a book Erica did have a book and not only did she have a book this book that Erica has is not helping her with no, anything because she talks about her company being hers she makes it seem like you know everything is yeah in her name while she's denying that she knows anything what was Erica's caption? It was like such a good. It was it was in her stories because she's supposed to put it on her timeline. Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> oh my God, Kaya. Um, oh, here she goes. Uh, she captioned it at Garcelle. Even though you unfollowed me, I'm sure you'll see this lips. Right, and but you guys, I'm literally looking at this garbage, and it is fucking crazy it's a there's a phone that 
is the size of like a Texas Instruments calculator that you needed in high school. It is enormous. I can't understand. Like, it's just like Erica needs to remember that like Garcelle, like this book was not like um, a Hail Mary for Gar- Like we have known Garcelle. She is somebody who is like a legend. She's a, le- a legend. She's one who needs a book. And yes, Erica did I actually want to read her book. Ago who didn't need a book. What have you But done? I mean, and look, I, I, I actually really loved Erica's book when, when it came out. Like I, I when it I came out that. and not just after the fact, when we're investigating it and trying to send this bitch to prison. Oh God. Um, but I just think that like everyone, everyone is writing a book. Let's like, it, it's not, you know, literally, it's just such a silly thing to be like, oh, I'm throwing your book out. It's, come on, like. But then to take a picture of it you know, and, and then talk her. about how you've been unfollowed by Garcelle, like, like that's actually more embarrassing than getting your book thrown out. Like Garcelle Bouveau unfollowed me and you're talking about it. It clearly messed you up, but it's crazy because when the season first started filming, we saw her and Erica going to the gym we saw them hang out. We saw them, you know, at the real party. Mm-hmm. And then I think some things happened after, um, you know, they party with the ladies of the real to where they got into an argument. And obviously Garcelle said that she called me a name that I didn't like. So mm-hmm. that's why they're not friends anymore is because Erica called her a name. I don't know what the name is, but she better watch her mouth. Um, she called her a name that <laughs> she didn't like. And we're going to see that play out on screen and it's not that I don't like Erica I I really like the drama that she brings it's just that it seems like she went from not really being a try hard to trying to be clever and witty when it's 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 your time to be humble dude like literally people are orphans and widows are missing their money I just think like this is now like I hate to be like constantly, this is how I would have played it as if I was a PR person, but cause I did that with the Will Smith thing. But <laughs> I just think that like, this was her season to come back tail between her legs. Right. Be funny, but don't be controversial. Give somebody else the limelight. The thing that kills me. Oh, and also like show sympathy, show what you didn't do last season. Mm-hmm. What kills me is in the trailer um, when they bring up the whole Kathy thing, which like, I don't know how much they're going to get into, but it kind of looks like they're going to get into a lot. Uh, and Kathy, I think says like, are you doing the, like, are you doing this just so like the attention isn't on you? And she was like, yeah, it was on me last season and I don't want it to be on me again. I'm like paraphrasing, but she's just point blank being like, yeah, I'm doing anything in my power to, I will drag anybody for the sake of me not being the one with the spotlight on me and not to say Kathy might not deserve the spotlight from what I've heard. She very much deserves to be dragged. So yeah. I um, mean, if the rumors are true, but, but, but the only, the other thing that Erica does is like in the trailer, she says that like the only person that she gives a fuck about is herself or something along the lines of that. And it's like, you're making everything like worse. It's like, dude, I get it. If you didn't know, and if you truly are innocent, but there's a difference between being innocent and at least being human. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you had nothing to do with it, these people still are suffering. I and feel your like husband I have had something to do with that. Allegedly. So I would literally be embarrassed. Like I would, I would be so sorry. Like, I feel I'm like so I sorry. have more sympathy for the, right. for the alleged victim. So that's why it's just so crazy. Like, I don't know what crisis manager, I guess she, Raina said she didn't hire one. So that's her well, loss. That's clear. Um, okay, Kayla, let's move on. You wanted to mention something about Jason Oppenheim. Oh, yes, our short king, whose birthday, it was Jason's birthday. Notice I said Jason, not Brett. It, wasn't it was Brett. Jason's birthday <laughs> over the weekend. Um, and he had a party and it was great. He turned 44 years old. So happy 44th birthday to our short king who should be listening to this. Um but anyways, I just wanted to address the fact that now everything is getting ramped up. The Selling Sunset trailer recently dropped and it was iconic because we're getting old nasty Christine Quinn back. Old nasty, like 
bad bitch Christine, and she has a new friend, uh, Chelsea, um, who is a black girl. So it's like black girl magic, and they're both going to be mean, and I love it. So it's like season one vibes. But anyways, they're talking about how, you know, Jason and Chriselle was in a relationship. But, you know, now that they're doing press interviews, I think he did an interview with the mirror and the mirror talked about how people believe that their relationship was fake. And he addressed it actually like head on as if he's like this heartbroken. He was basically Andrea. He t- said that he thinks about Chriselle every single day. He said, usually I'm good at getting on with business, but right now I think about her every day. It is really tough. Hmm. And when they adjust him about like possibly faking this relationship, he says, that was the most real relationship I've ever had. What? I swear to God. So the idea that it was somehow not real is something I just don't feel the need to comment or respond to. And that literally blew my mind because as you can see, before the relationship with Chriselle, he was very much still on Mary, who yes. was married to Romaine, and they still share custody of a dog. Yeah, so we how saw that birthday that party. The realest relationship that you've had when you were basically almost married to Mary. I don't know if I can say this, but I will say this. I have seen I've said a lot of, of things. I don't know. I've seen some of Selling Sunset, and I can tell you there is no chemistry between those two. So it's. And I just feel, again, I have only worked in that in the entertainment media industry. So I have a pretty good idea of like how people play things to come out on top. If mm-hmm. we are suspecting that this relationship is fake mm-hmm. now, before the show even premieres, what is our investment in it? If Jason comes out and is like, I still think about her every day, we're going to be watching this season with a whole new different set of lenses. Do you know what I mean? But if he's like, yeah, it is, you know, it wasn't fake, but like it was a good run. We would be watching their relationship with no qualms because it's tough that they're not together anymore. And we need to have our, that investment of like, why do we even care to watch it then? And him saying it's because I think about her, that's going to make you watch it and be like, I kind of root for them. Uh, that said, he's lying to my face. And the thing is, I actually think about this relationship every day. I think about it more than him. <laughs> I'll never forget that dancing video <laughs> on the boat when she's like grinding up against. Anytime his, you can bring that up, his, she's grinding up against his up. pecs because that's where he comes up to on her ass. Um, Okay, moving on. I, Kay and I just really quickly wanted to address a movie coming out uh, starring Rebel Wilson. It's a Netflix movie. Comes Please. out on May 13th. Um, it is called Senior Year. And the like TLDR is basically like Rebel Wilson is a cheerleader, uh, like cheer captain, uh, senior in high school or something like that. Uh, has an accident and wakes up 20 years later from a coma and like goes Mm. back to high school. It's like kind of never been kissedy, but it's rated R, which I think is like help helping it because like if they were not able to like swear or be dirty, it would be like awful. But this is like one of Rebel Wilson's like first big roles, I think, since like her dramatic transformation and her and like she lost a ton of weight and it's interesting to see her in this like new like she said like this is like her new found career like she is you know no longer going to be fat Amy she's really going to be able to maybe explore these new roles that Hollywood has otherwise kind of sequestered her away from but is this not the same premise as isn't it It, romantic when she literally lost her memory. Okay, wait. Um, I love that movie. Yeah, me too. You but do? I'm just saying that I, I literally do love that I movie. Saw it three, that I saw it three times like, in theaters, Kaya. Actually, wait, I'm, okay, I don't love it that much. Oh, <laughs> on the dip community, uh, somebody asked, what's a movie that like everyone hates that you love? And I literally, today they or yesterday they said that. And yeah. I literally wrote, isn't it romantic? Um, I, I commented it, under it and I was like, I love the Whitney Houston like dancing scene. I'm waiting for oh, you to comment. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll check it out. Um, <laughs> I, uh, but anyway, I, it, I think it looks 
entertaining. It looks like an interesting, like a good spring Netflix movie. But what's Mm -hmm. so crazy to me, and maybe there will be some narrative that explains this, is (laughs) Rachel Wilson is Australian. She's Australian and uh, nobody else's, including her parents in the movie. So I don't know how that explanation is going to come about. I would like it to be addressed. Um, like she woke up 20 years later, well, not 20, 20 something years later, clearly. But does that mean that like her parents lost their accent? Like, did they transfer her from Australia to America? Like, I don't get, or I don't even know if it will be addressed. What if they're just like, she? maybe when she woke up from a coma, she had the accent. Because that's happened before to a yeah. person. Like, they spoke another language or they had yes. an accent. Yeah, maybe that's what but it is. But I would also, love if they didn't address it though and they just left it like that. Because I love when movies are like, no, it doesn't make any sense. And guess what? We don't owe you anything. <laughs> um, also, I will just say the fact that always blows my mind is Rebel Wilson is 42 years old really yes how old is Anna Kendrick then oh I think she's like in her 30s and there's nothing wrong with being 42 years old we love a 42 no year old. but it's just she doesn't seem 42 that's it it's just because I think she's always been cast in like uh Anna Kendrick is 36 but like Rebel Wilson's always been cast in like I think just like roles that feel 20s you know but this also still feel she's going back to high school for god's sake like this is not the career change that she was talking about at all this is actually her playing younger she She, went from playing a college singer going to a high school student with an Um, accent and no one else has an accent but it is uh may 13th is that friday the 13th Ooh, ooh, spooky spooky uh yeah, it is Friday the 13th. Um, okay, the last thing we have to talk about, and this is pro- arguably the biggest thing, um, Britney Spears announced on Monday that she is pregnant. Now. In a very confusing way. In a very so confusing I way. So I don't really know if she's, she's I, I don't really know. She said, I lost so much weight to go on my Maui trip only to gain it back, shrug. I thought, geez, what happened to my stomach? My husband said, oh, confirmed husband. Her husband. Mm-hmm. My husband said, no, you're food pregnant, silly. So I got a pregnancy test and, uh, well, I'm having a baby. Four days later, I got a little more food pregnant. It's growing. If two are in there, I might just lose it. Grimace face. I obviously won't be going out as much due to the paps getting their money shot of me. Like they unfortunately already have. It's hard because when I was pregnant and I had perinatal depression. I have to say it is horrible, absolutely horrible. Women didn't talk about it back then. Some people considered it dangerous if women complained like that with the baby insider, but now women talk about it every day. Thank Jesus. We don't have to keep that pain or reserve proper secret. This time I will be doing yoga every day, spread lots of joy and love. So, I mean, she seems pregnant. She, yeah, it's just the journey that she took us on. It's just that she thought she had a food baby. She took a pregnancy test. She has a real, a real baby, baby, but then also but then four has days later, baby. she also had another food baby, and now she thinks that she may have twins. It's a journey. It always is, though. I I feel like I'm always reading a riddle with her Instagram. Yeah. Um. I will say this. Like I know in like the deposition or whatever the um when she gave that testimony. Yeah. Um, her conservatorship, the, uh, and they mentioned the IUD, and she was you know said that she was didn't want the IUD, but her family had her put put an IUD in and that she really wanted to have another kid right um I'm happy for her if this is you know that that moment uh and I just like I think at this point like we don't really ever know what's going on with Britney Spears and it's just like you just kind of have to root for her success I want her to be happy and healthy so this is what she wants congratulations yeah I want her to have a girl if she is pregnant. I know me too. I want her to have a little girl because she would have so much fun because she has a time to spend with the baby and you know got girls the time and money. And also we need a Britney Spears in 20 years. So but what I want to ask you is do you think that her and Sam have been secret secretly wed? Are they married? I mean, that was the rumor. And then now for her to say my husband, I'm going to take her at her word, you know? 
Okay. Don't you think? I don't know about taking Brittany at her word sometimes because I don't understand her word sometimes. So, I mean, if they are married, congratulations, because I know I did see a rock on her finger. That's what she wanted. She expressed that she doesn't really have the, she doesn't want to perform. She wants a family. She wants a husband. She wants a regular life. And it seems like that's what she's getting. So just congratulations to her. Good for her. We'll find out. We'll find out. I mean, that's the crazy thing about a baby is you will find out. You will find out. You will fuck around and find out. Um, Kaya, any final words, anything you want to tell people where they can um, find you and follow the dip and all of that? Yes. Well, first off, you guys, please join community because some of the questions are like very normal oh should I buy this lamp should I buy these shoes yeah and then some are completely unhinged like would you rather be a penguin or a camel which would you rather be um I definitely would rather be a penguin because Mm -hmm. they had that movie March of Penguins and then I also saw this I don't know if it's a real fact but it was on Instagram so it probably is true that like penguins will push other penguins in the water to see if the waters are shark infested to test the waters first. And I think that that's so gangster. So definitely a, a penguin. Okay. Um, what would you rather be? A camel. Why? I just don't like penguins. In the hot ass desert. And I would, I would rather be, I would. Ra- getting rode. Okay. But do you realize like having a, a person, one single human on your back when you weigh like two tons is not that bad. It's like putting, wearing a backpack. As, a, as an adult. I don't like backpacks. So that actually sounds very <laughs> uncomfortable. And it's like the human is making me walk across the desert. And that's what they do. I don't want to do. It's just like horseback riding. It's like, get off of me. Like okay. I have my own life. I also never said I was going to be, a, I wanted to be a camel that was like part of tourism. I'd like to be a Guess free what? You don't get camel. So you're one day you're chilling. Okay. What desert. if you're a penguin that lives at like a zoo? In Cincinnati. I actually would prefer that. I know what I'm going to eat. I know all the penguins there. Like, I'm jumping. You don't have to shove. You don't have to shove anyone in the water because there's no whales. Exactly. Because I know what's going on. I don't think that there are sharks um, where penguins live, but I can't be positive about that. I just. I would love if, if a penguin was like positive about it, then we won't speak on it. Okay? I feel like I, know I, that I read it on Instagram. If you were the penguin and even you knew there was no sharks in the water because sharks literally I'm can't survive in that water, you're still gonna test it. You're gonna be like, yeah. exactly. I'm sorry, I thought I saw a shark. You just have to check. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, I thought you wanted to go first. Sorry, Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> and then okay. jump down with- but I agree. Everyone should join the community on the dip.com. Right. Uh use and the also promo follow code- me on. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna give people. I'm gonna give people a discount right now. Uh, <laughs> use the promo code salsa s a l s a, just like you know chips and salsa salsa for seventy five percent off your first year subscription. It's a great deal, and Insane. yeah, we want to see you there. And then also we want to see you on social. So, okay, let it go. Yes, follow me at the dip. And you guys love when I talk about Selling Sunset because that's when I get the most story reviews and the most replies. And I like talking about Selling Sunset. So if you are a Selling Sunset fan, please come over and follow. And even if you aren't, I talk about a bunch of other things. I talk about the dropout. I talk about- Oh my God, I just finished it this weekend. I did not like the finale. I liked the rest of the shows. I I felt like it was very, like I liked the beginning of it and Mm -hmm. up until she pushed Sunny out. But then it's like, we get a new boyfriend, a dog, and she screams and it's over. And I'm just like, what a buildup to end like that. What did you think? I loved it. And I honestly am just so excited because Amanda Seyfried, at one point I was just Googling, like, why is she so good? Yeah. (laughs) She's amazing in it. And like, I, I, everyone I was talking to was like, oh, I'm not like into true crime. I'm like, it's not even the story that I care about. I'm not into that at all. I don't, I still don't really understand the concept of what she did. Um, But I just know it was a good ass show and she lied and she got billions girl bossing. Yeah. And now she's going to jail. (laughs) And if you like it, I don't know. It seems like she set up sunny, but whatever. Well, no, but you know that. Kaya, she's you know that she was like million dollar mansion with her new, but she was found boyfriend. guilty. She was, yeah. 
Did you not read the text at the end? No, I don't read that shit. Like, I don't. That you missed the most important thing. I was, because I was so mad with how it ended. I'm like, I don't want to read this. Like, I want to see was it. Indicted. Uh, and then she was found, uh, well, she was, okay, wait. She was convicted of defrauding investors, but found not guilty for defrauding patients. She faces up to 20 years in federal prison, plus potentially millions in restitution and fines. Her sentencing is scheduled September 26th of 2022. Oh my God. Well, right now she's chilling in a $139 million mansion. So it doesn't seem that bad. And if you like the dropout, please watch We Crashed on Apple Apple TV TV Plus. Jared Leto. And Anne Hathaway Hathaway are absolutely killing it as the people who founded WeWork. And I feel like she's not even playing Gwen Stefani's cousin because that's who the wife is. I feel like, not Gwen Stefani, Gwyneth Paltrow's. She's supposed to be playing Gwyneth Paltrow's cousin because that's who is the wife of the founder of WeWork. But she acts exactly like Gwyneth Paltrow would act. Like she just... It's insane. Just watch it. Anyways, uh, follow me at the Love you guys. Follow me at the dip.com on TikTok and at the dip on Twitter. And that's yeah. It. And thank you guys so much. I know this was a long episode. We had a lot to get through. And Kaya, you'll have Pretty to come back when Selling Sunset uh, premieres in two April weeks. April 22nd. Yeah. We'll come back on that, that Tuesday after. Okay, you guys. Thank you so much. I hope everyone has a fantastic week. You can find me at Allison Pewell on Twitter and Instagram. And until next Tuesday, cheers. Planning your next Disney vacation for the summer? Visit Undercover Tourist, the trusted name in theme park tickets. Get into the park you love for less. Save up to $82 per ticket to the Walt Disney World Resort. With a hotel or a car rental edition, you can save up to 30% off your order. Visit UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast for the lowest prices on all Walt Disney World Resort tickets. Plus, Undercover Tourist offers a 365-day refund guarantee. That's UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast. Big tobacco cigarette butts filter practically nothing and are made of microplastics that are toxic and cunning. More than 15,000 fibers lurk in every cigarette butt you see. Could they harm your families? Quite possibly. They could end up inside of you, your bodies, their prey. New studies even indicate possible links to mutations in DNA. An evil lie with the future's worth of harm. To the world, now you know. So sound the alarm. Learn more at undo.org.